Hi, this is Danielle Krissa from The Jealous Curator, and this is episode 196 of Art for Your Ear. We're going to have to do something for the 200th for sure. So I haven't done this in a while, but every now and then I like to do an episode of Art for Your Ear that doesn't involve an interview with another artist. Well, here we are again. It's just you and me. Now, if you're not down for listening because you're here for an artist interview, may I suggest hopping to the end of the episode because I've got some big changes coming up in the next week or two and I want to make sure you know about it. That said, you should totally stay. (laughs) Okay, so I have been thinking a lot lately and from other artist posts and comments that I've seen floating around on the interweb, I have a feeling lots of you are pondering some of the same things. Maybe all of this introspection is because we're now officially at the one-year mark of being tucked away in our homes, alone with our thoughts, and living a, quote, new normal that, for me, feels a lot slower and quieter than my old normal. All of us have experienced so much change in the past year. For one thing, we all own masks now. Yep, they are the hottest new fashion accessory. Striped, bedazzled, art-covered, you name it. But that is just the tip of the change iceberg. So many people are now working from home full-time, and lots of our kids are at home all day, every day, trying their best with online learning. Some people have faced truly drastic changes, like losing a job, or worse, a loved one. So yes, I've been thinking about change with a capital C. And so today I present to you Deep Thoughts by Danielle Krissa. (laughs) I've got three deep thoughts for you. And then I'm going to send you on your way to make art for the rest of the weekend. I promise. All right. So deep thought about change number one. I hate change. (laughs) Yep. Changing just about anything completely overwhelms me but I also weirdly crave it. I know, it makes no sense. I find new ventures really, really exciting, and I purposely hunt them down. But then the thought of actually having to shake up my normal routine makes me want to put on cozy socks and have a nap. Is that just me? (laughs) The crazy thing is, the changes I have made end up being really good 99.9% of the time. And I know that from experience. So why do I still get panicked with every new transition? Well, I could tell you about 500 personal stories to prove my point, (laughs) but I will just give you one super weird example. You know, because you don't have that kind of time, nor should you. So when Charlie was a baby, we had a stroller that we bought before he was born. Once he was born, I figured out that it was really hard to maneuver. It hurt my wrist to push it for more than about 10 minutes. It barely fit into the trunk of the car, and the cup holder was way too big, so my coffee spilled all the time. My husband, Greg, did a bunch of Googling, because that's what he does, and he found a very highly recommended award-winning stroller that you could apparently open with one hand. It was lightweight, fit in the car with plenty of room, and it had lots of perfect cup holders. I said, no thank you. I already knew how to work my crappy stroller, and I didn't want to learn how to operate some other contraption. Maybe it was a sleep deprivation, but it felt way too overwhelming to learn something new. Well, he bought it anyway. (laughs) 
I mastered the new stroller in about one minute, and every outing with my baby was so much easier after that. Oh, brother, just embrace the change. I promise you, future Danielle, it will be worth it. Okay, so speaking of changes worth making, deep thought number two. This one's all about hoarding. <laughs> okay, just stay with me on this one, okay? I have always, always loved collecting things. I also love showing everyone all of the treasures I find. Hmm, hence starting the Jaws Curator, maybe. I'd never thought of that. I started my blog in 2009 so that I could share all of the artist's work that I loved. Sort of a virtual collection of treasures. And then, when the social media train rolled into town, I hopped on immediately. I am not ashamed to admit that I love Instagram. <laughs> For a visual person who loves making new artsy friends, it's a freaking haven. I post every day because I have so many gorgeous things I want to show everyone that I know. A few years in, a friend convinced me I should also have an account for my own artwork. So I bought another ticket for the train. <laughs> I was posting in-progress shots, finished pieces, not-so-finished pieces, all of it. Because that's what you're supposed to do, right? Share, 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 show, show, show. And then I met Peter Coyne. I am sure you've heard me talk about this amazing new friendship that has come about since having her on my podcast last fall. In fact, we're more than friends. We're partners. Yep, just a couple of gals putting the art in partner. <laughs> We've been meeting every few weeks to talk about our work, our goals, our ups, and our downs. By the way, if you didn't hear my podcast with Peta, go and listen to episode 186 right after this, because as Peta would say, it's wonderful. Just wonderful. Anywho, during one of our first hashtag in tandem calls, you'll know what that means if you listen to the episode, Peta gave me some advice that I loved slash hated. <laughs> Brace yourself. She told me I didn't have to share everything all the time. Wait, what? <laughs> it's true. She told me to hoard this new, very personal work that I've been doing lately. She said, hold it close, pour all of your energy and light into it, and only when you're ready to show it in a public space, then go ahead and share it completely online too. Um, yeah, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> but I admire both Peta and her work so much that I chose to trust her advice and I gave it a whirl. I'm not going to lie. At first, it was really hard. I wanted to show my Instagram community every new thing I thought of, every weird thing I found at the thrift shop that I was planning on gluing onto a panel, all of the cigarettes I was making out of clay. Okay, I did show those because I love them so, so much. But as I worked without showing everything to everyone, the work started getting stronger. I was less afraid of changing elements around or scrapping certain pieces or ideas altogether because who cares? Nobody had seen anything yet anyway. I felt like I'd been given permission to play alone in my clubhouse with the curtains closed. Paint was flying, ceramics getting smashed with a hammer, and ideas coming faster than I could catch them. In conclusion, it's been absolute creative bliss. I am pushing my work further than I ever have. 
I'm also more okay with quote-unquote mistakes than I've ever been too. There is a sense of freedom in this whole hoarding my work thing, and I am so happy that I embraced that change. Now, I know you're already thinking, but wait, shouldn't we be sharing stuff so people actually know we're here? Yes, totally. I totally get that. And I think that there are sneaky ways that we can do it, though. You can show corners of things or the color palette you're working with, maybe a shot of the wildflowers that are the inspiration for the work that you are currently hoarding. Hell, I don't know, even post a few inspirational quotes to help motivate your fellow artists. You can be present and part of the community without putting your creative heart on your paint-covered sleeve every time you hit share. Try it. I thought I would hate it, but just like that awesome stroller, I flip and love it. And finally, deep thoughts about change number three. So this next part of the story doesn't involve a carpal tunnel inducing stroller, but it does involve changing my regular routine, something I have resisted for a really long time, but I know that it is time for me to evolve. I have been working super hard over here and yes, it's time. The no such thing as too much art society is ready for members. Okay, here's what's happening over the next couple of weeks. This coming week, starting on Monday, I will be posting to my site, like I have every day for the past 12 years, but I will also be sending the club email out each day. So they'll kind of be going hand in hand. Then, starting on Monday, March 15th, I will be switching all of the daily artist posts from the site over to the club emails. TheJealousCurator.com will still be there, of course, with everything from the past 12 years archived for your viewing pleasure. I'll also still be posting the podcast post there for any and all listeners to be able to see the work that we're talking about each episode. The club emails will also have more than just the featured daily artist. Each day of the week is going to have a theme. For example, I'm turning hump day into jump day creative jump starters, that is. Thursdays will have something like how's it hanging section um, that it will give a quick list of new shows that are opening that weekend and so on and so on. There will also be lots of fun things for members like first dibs on tickets to book events, exclusive events, and merch. Obviously there will be merch. I'm thinking of making another set of my creative scout badges. Do you remember those? I made a limited edition of them to coincide with the launch of my first book, Creative Block, way back in 2014. They were hilarious and awesome, and they sold out in about two days. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the No Such Thing as Too Much Art Society is going to require a brand new set of batches. So, as of today, you can officially join the club. Ah! I have put up a landing page on the homepage of my site, so just pop over to thejealouscurator.com to read more and officially sign up. Now, I've mentioned this the past couple of episodes, but I'm going to say it again. <laughs> over the years, I've had so many people ask how I make money as the Jealous Curator, and the short answer is, I don't. <laughs> After I share that super tight business model, I get all sorts of comments like, um, why don't you put a donate button on your site or do sponsored posts or put ads on the site or just do something for crying out loud. I've even had a few people offer to send me cash. <laughs> now I knew all of you were right and so, so sweet to want to make sure that I got paid, 
but I wasn't sure how to do it in a way that felt like it would work for all of you and for me. Also, it would require bum, 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 change. <laughs> well, I have thought long and hard about how much membership fees should be. I certainly do not want to dip into your art supply fund or take away from actual living costs. So after breaking out my calculator and pouring myself a fresh cup of coffee, I landed on $3 per month. Okay, there was no calculator. The math came to me while drinking that fresh cup of coffee. You see, $3 happens to be the cost of one tall latte at Starbucks. I know, because I googled it. I know I would trade one drive through coffee a month for a truckload of art in my inbox every day, and I'm hoping that you will too. Hopefully, I will be arriving in your inbox over the next few weeks, and I will see you back here next weekend with a brand new artist interview, which I am thrilled to say will be the first official episode under the creative, supportive, fabulous umbrella of CoLoop, the CoLoop Podcast Network brought to you by the always amazing Andy J. Pizza and his creative business partner, Ryan Appleton. That's me working on my ad voices. Actually, I don't think I'm going to do it. I think Greg and Charlie are going to do the ads. Hilarious. I'm going to have to do some training with them, though. Okay. Um, I have to say, you know, joining this network, I am just so thrilled and honestly quite honored that they invited me to be part of this huge change for them. Anyway, if you did decide to stay through all of this, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you're able to embrace the changes you're facing right now, future changes that have yet to present themselves, or perhaps even a few changes you decide to put in place starting today. Nobody wants a stroller that causes carpal tunnel and spills coffee, right? Right. I'll be back with a new episode of Art for Your Ear next weekend. See you then. Thank you.